This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Hey, Ron, quick question yes. for you. Yes. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? He's, he's Mr. Goose. Should have called. Save himself some money. You are correct, sir. Not just Mr. Goose, but everyone. It means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Last week, as you know, the Hall of Fame Contributor Committee chose Jerry Jones and former NFL Commissioner Paul Tagliabue as its candidates for the class of 2017. You're going to be hearing from Jerry later in this hour, but right now we have with us Paul Tagliabue's right-hand man. That'd be former league VP Joe Brown, who's a good friend of ours. And he spent 50, yes, five zero years in the NFL office, the longest run of any league office employee, and was honored earlier this month by the Hall of Fame. Joe, first of all, congratulations on the Hall's Ralph Hay Pioneer Award. And second, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Yeah, that was a, that was a special weekend. Uh, I had my two sons and my wife out there. It was a high honor. Well, and very deserved honor, Joe. Um, I, I know you believe strongly in Paul Tagliabue as a Hall of Fame inductee. If you could stand before voters today and, let's say, in 75 words or fewer, it may be tough, but tell them what his three greatest, or tell them what his three greatest accomplishments were as a commissioner, what would they be? Um, I think labor peace, first of all, Clark, because that's the foundation for everything that was uh, it's positive. It gave us stability uh, in the 90s and into the 2000s. Uh, we had lived through the the 80s with two work stoppages and and uh, replacement games and as you guys remember the dissolution of the union but starting with the with the uh, new cba in 1993 we had expansion we had new sponsorships new stadium and so on so uh, uh labor peace certainly was one and then i think that uh, paul started to change uh, the culture of the league toward safer and clear uh, cleaner play rather than allowing uh, some of the coaches and players, especially on the defensive side, to run wild on the field. And then uh, off the field, he got tough with uh, performance-enhancing drugs, including steroids. And then thirdly, I'd say he convinced some club owners who were reluctant to share the league-wide revenues 32 ways instead of just the 28. But he convinced them that... uh, we would increase the scope and uh, popularity of the sport uh, by expanding, in the case of at least Cleveland and Houston, uh, making those big cities uh, whole again. So I, w- I would say those three would be uh, near, at or near the top. Hey, Joe, on the flip side, what was the toughest challenge Paul faced as commissioner? Was it 9-11, uh, the franchise moving, or possibly the loss of L.A.? Uh, Goose, I, I really think that... Uh, Convincing the, the players and the coaches as well as uh, some game officials and front office GMs that the culture had to change regarding the safe play. As, as I said, the league had allowed defenses to run uh, with free reign on the field, take hits on defensive, uh, defenseless uh, players. And also there had been a tolerance for many years about performance-enhancing substances. And I think that when the new CBA was signed in 93, and Paul convinced uh, Upshaw and the union that uh, year-round year-round uh, random steroid testing was the right thing. They bought into it, which which was uh, very very helpful. But uh, 
he had to convince he and the competition committee and some of the members of the competition committee were reluctant, as you might recall, but uh, had to convince them that uh, that uh, the, for the long-term good of the league, we had to make the game a, a safer game, and uh, that's what he did. Joe, by by choice, I think to a great extent, uh, Paul wasn't the more, uh, public figure in the way that some guys are known as a public figure. I was just wondering sort of what four or five words you would use to describe him to, to someone who didn't really know him? Yeah, well, in terms of the public figure, Ron, I mean, replacing Roselle was a tough act to follow. I mean, Pete had been commissioner for 30 years and was, I always said that it was no coincidence that his initials were PR because he was uh, he was someone who was who was out front. And Paul came from a different background. He was an antitrust lawyer, but someone who Pete, especially in the 80s, relied very much on. But I think when you talk about Paul, I'd say driven, that uh, God, he no one worked harder than Paul. We used to kid that uh, his idea of taking it easy on the weekend in the office was to wear a, uh, a blazer and tie instead of a suit and tie. That was his idea of a casual Saturday. But he was brilliant. He was always not because he set up, but he was always the and still is the smartest guy in the room. Compassionate, not a, not a side that uh, the sports media perhaps saw very often, but uh, he also was patient. He was patient with the club owners. He was patient uh, with the union that he put out an idea and let them think about it overnight, two nights, three nights, and then come back to them. But he was he was patient and was able to get things done. And also, I think he was a, uh, I don't know if it's one word, but I, I think he was a consensus builder. Yeah, I hyphenate the word, it's one word. There consensus builder uh, in terms of you know, whether it was the Rooney Rule, working with uh, Ambassador Rooney to get the, the Rooney Rule done to give minorities a, a bigger chance uh, at advancing uh, in the league. And certainly uh, in uh, in New Orleans, uh, after post, post-Katrina, uh, he was patient uh, with Tom Benson, let the Saints play some games over in San Antonio. But then uh, Tom came to realize with Paul's help that uh, uh, going back to New Orleans and, and helping to, to restart the city and to help rebuild the city, that that was really the, uh, was the right thing to do. I always, I always say, and it's true, that Jim Carville, in my presence, and, and, and I think publicly has said that, uh, at least in New Orleans, that they should take down the statue of uh, Robert E. Lee, which I understand they're trying to do. But anyway, take down the statue of Robert E. Lee in Lee's circle and put one up, as Carville says, of Paul J. Taliabue for everything that, uh, that, Paul, that Paul did to keep the franchise in, uh, in New Orleans. We're speaking with former league executive Joe Brown on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com. And we're talking about former commissioner and now Hall of Fame nominee Paul Tagaboo and Joe, we have about a minute and a half left. But um, you know the flip side of it and the, the, the flip side of... Uh, that's going to come up in the discussion is that uh, under his tenure, the, the, the concussion um, and CT link wasn't addressed. There was the loss of L.A. Um, the 2006 CBA came undone and became the 2011 lockout or uh, yeah, lockout. How valid are those criticisms? And, and could they, do you think in your mind, could they be a potential hurdle that would be difficult to overcome? Oh, yeah. Well, there's no, you know, there's no perfect candidate. Uh, you guys have been in those discussions for years. But I know that I heard Goose. Uh, on a radio interview saying uh, concussions. You know, you go back to Frank Gifford being knocked out the entire season in 19, 
61, I think it was, and, and Roger Staubach uh, retiring perhaps early in part because of fear of concussions. It, it, you know, Paul was the one who, who appointed the first um, MTBI concussion committee back, back in 94. Uh, I know he's been criticized. Uh, Dr. Pellman was the chair, but Dr. Pellman was the coordinator. Dr. Pellman was the administrator of that committee, but it also included a neurologist, a neurosurgeon, Dr. Tucker, the team doctor in Baltimore. But Paul was the one who, who went after the concussions and, as I said earlier, realized that the, the culture of the league had to change. And it was not an easy thing. In terms of L.A., we did everything except uh, give Al Davis extra footballs to try to get him <laughs> to stay at, at Hollywood Park. He wanted to go back. He wanted to go back to Oakland. And then in, in '99, I was there. Uh, you know, we gave on a conditional basis. We gave the franchise to Los Angeles. Joe, thanks so much for the time, and really thanks for the insight into Paul Tagliabue. We hope to speak to you again soon. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. That's former league executive Joe Brown coming up next. Another class of 2017 nominee, Dallas owner Jerry Jones. This is the Talk of Fame Network.